to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and, and kick kick Woohoo! I <laughs> am one of your hosts, Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And today on our agenda, as we've mentioned before, Susan and I don't really like New Year's resolutions as we feel like they set you up to fail. Instead, we've chosen a word or phrase because we are rebels, of course, <laughs> and we want to connect it, to connect to all with everything that we do. So we don't want to just focus on just a single resolution because we know in all of our, you know, 50 plus years that it just it doesn't really work. So uh, we have some uh, other ideas that we're going to share today. Yeah, yeah. And this might be something we've talked about before. God, who can remember a year ago after this, this crazy 2020? I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, Jesus. But you know, it's always fun to relook each year and kind of think, okay, you know, what do I want in this next coming year? I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, this is such a time I always feel like, obviously, the beginning of the year and also sort of in September. And I think that's kind of because we're used to having that be the school year. Absolutely. That also feels like a transition time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so me too. It's me fun. Too. Yeah, it's fun to during these times to kind of just look at your life and think, okay, what do I want to bring more of in my life? And again, I mean, we, I know for me for a long time, I haven't done resolutions. Have you done them much in the past, Ange? I used to, and now I, I just sort of like consider every day sort of New Year's, like I said, intentions, and they just, yeah you know, sort of play themselves out. But there is a particular energy at the beginning of the year, and like you said, in the fall, mm -hmm. um, where it just sort of naturally feels like that you are rethinking your life and looking at what works, what doesn't work, and what you want. Yeah. Um, so I don't like sit down now and traditionally write out resolutions. I used to. But they, like we said, they always failed. Like I never, they never really went anywhere. It was a nice thought. But now I feel mm -hmm. like since I sort of make intentions part of my daily life, it's, uh, it's much more effective. Yeah. And to me, I feel like resolutions are sort of those things that you want to do all the time anyway. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like this brand new thing in this new year that you want to do. They tend to be, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to get a new job. Oh, mm -hmm. I want to. Well, it's not like you've come into this new year. You're relooking at everything. And so now you want to do that. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, no. And the other thing about resolutions is they really do set you up to fail. Because think about it. You may have something very specific, a very specific goal that you are trying to reach. Well, you never know what's going to happen. And last year is the perfect example of that. Did we know in the beginning of last year that a pandemic was going to hit? No. What if your goal was to travel the world and all of a sudden the pandemic hits? You can't do that. You feel huge disappointment. You feel like you've failed at this goal that you've had. And you know, I mean, a lot of us can look at things and go, okay, now what's another way I can look at it? But still, why set yourself up for a disappointment like that? We can change and we should change throughout the year. Exactly. And, and I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, maybe the goal that you that you want changes, like maybe you've changed your mind and then it feels bad because you're like, now I don't want that anymore, but I made that as my resolution. Totally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I think a big part of it is being easy on yourself and, and also being flexible to life changes. And what if you 
decided, you know, at the beginning of the year that you, you know, had kind of a more modest goal, but then all of a sudden you got a new job and this huge income and now you want to travel the world. Like things can change even for the better that adjust your goals or your resolutions. Like our lives are so fluid day to day, moment to moment, especially now Mm -hmm. that to try to tie yourself to something in an inflexible way is just it it is setting yourself up to, to feel really bad about yourself. Yeah, I think part of what we learned in 2020, which has always been a good lesson, but it it made us realize it even more, is that change is a part of life. It can feel like a bad thing sometimes, but it's a necessary thing. Mm -hmm. Whether it's bad, you know, quote unquote bad or good, however you want to look at it, Mm -hmm. we need to start embracing change and and know that it's going to happen in our lives, whether we want it to or not. So what are we going to do with that change? So by not picking a solid resolution that's very specific, I like thinking of a word or a phrase. So instead of the, the overall idea being, I what do I want to do? What specific tasks or things do I want to accomplish next year? It's more like, how do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. How do I want to feel next year? Because if I'm getting that feeling, it's going to trickle down in all the areas of my life and all the things that I want to do if I'm focusing more on, okay, what can I do to get that feeling versus what can I do to get this task done or this goal? Yep. Absolutely. Totally. I agree with you a hundred percent. And, um, I agree totally. It's about the feeling that you get. And I am reading this book now called Atomic Habits. And it's so good. It's, uh, it's been like number three on Amazon for a little while now. I, somebody, a friend of mine on Facebook was reading it and I was like, again, it's like this habit thing that keeps showing up for me. Right. It does. And then this guy talks about how, um, atomic habits, which are like mini habits. And so instead of having, trying to change this big thing, if you change, you know, 10 little things, it gets you there. But in a way that you're not feeling is so overwhelming. Um, He had the example of the British cycling team. Um, They were terrible. And I don't remember exactly (laughs) when this was, but they were terrible. They would they were sort of like the laughing stock of the professional cycling cycling world where bicycle companies didn't even want to sponsor them. They were terrible. And so they had this coach come in. And he had this these new ideas of we're not going to, you know, have the goal of winning a gold medal. We're going to do all these little things like we're going to get everybody refitted for seats. We're going to, you know, test different kinds of um, athletic wear to wear. So they did all these little things. And like within a period of a few years, they ended up winning the Tour de France like three years in a row. They ended up getting all these gold medals. Uh, Because it didn't feel like such a giant thing. It was all these little things that added up to something big. And they felt really good about all these little accomplishments because they felt good. And so these um, little tiny accomplishments made things so much, uh, made them feel fulfilled faster so that they were able to to create this winning uh, feeling and goals. Yeah, it's so much about the psychology versus... Mm -hmm the actual actions or things that you're doing. Totally. And how they're intertwined is so interesting. Mm -hmm. It's not just a bunch of 
Walter Mercado Huda Huda. <laughs> it's not, but there ain't nothing wrong with that either. No, no. <laughs> Take that any day. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So as we think about finding a word can be really um, overwhelming. Like I know for me, the new year was coming and I was trying to think and I'm like, all right, you know what? I just need to set aside some time where I sit down and I just, I did a brain dump. I just made a list of all these different words and things that described how I wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think they were necessarily going to be the word, but I'm like, I'm just going to start writing and get a feel for how they sound. And and is there a different word? So then you start going through and you're like, okay, I kind of like this word, but I don't know if it quite quite fits everything I want to do. Then I would pull up a thesaurus. Like my favorite is the power thesaurus. Yes. Um, you know, it's an online thing. Is, and Is that your favorite dinosaur? It is the power thesaurus. <laughs> I love it sounds that. Like, it sounds like you've got a list like Cindy Brady, the power thesaurus. The power thesaurus. <laughs> no, so much. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, doing that really helps too until you are like, yes, like, like Lucy, you know, like I always bring her up. <laughs> That's it. And, uh. Then you start thinking, okay, how can I use this word that I've picked in kind of all the different areas of my life that I would like to improve or Mm -hmm. do more of or, you know, expand or whatever. And um, it's just a really cool exercise to sit down and do. But it does take some thought. It's not like something, you know, sometimes you'll get a word right off the bat and you know it's right. Mm-hmm. But also, don't be discouraged if it takes a little time to kind of come up with that perfect word. What about you, Ange? Did you did it take you a long time? I can't wait to hear your word. Well, it did. Well, you know, I love your badass planner. You know, and that's like one of the oh. things. You know, at the begin at the beginning of the year, that's one of the things that you know you want everyone to sort of think about and look at mm-hmm. and whatever. So I did that. And I did this, I did a brain dump too. And then I, I, I looked for things that work in common and could I, you know, sort of group things together or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like in the end, the answer for me was like so in my face that I'm like, okay, well, this is it. But every word that I brainstormed fit under that umbrella. So it totally made sense. So if anything, the exercise for me was affirming. I didn't like... I don't know that I learned anything new about myself, but I it was affirming that what I already intuitively felt was true. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is just as as much great work as, you know, if you had all these aha moments or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so. Oh, so. Okay, so my word. <laughs> <laughs> drum roll, please. Oh, I would drum please. roll on the desk, but it would probably kill all of your ears. Ah, so, yeah. So, really, I mean, not surprisingly, my word was habit. Well. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know because it's been like <laughs> showing up everywhere. And I thought, okay, well, all these things that like, you know, focus, um, brainstorming, um, staying on task, like those are like a lot of the big things. And also mm-hmm. like drinking more water, like being more healthy, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that came down to habits. And, and what you said before about asking, you know, like how, what makes you, how do you feel? How do you want to feel? And one other cool thing about this book that I'm reading, he talks about there's three different layers of, um, of, of setting goals or, or habits. And one of them is like the outcome. What do you want the outcome to be? Well, I want to lose weight, you know? And then the second one is the process. Like, how are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. But the first one is your identity. Like, what do you do you want to be a 
a healthy person? Do you want to be a focused person? And then as you're doing things, you ask yourself, is this what a healthy person would do? Yes. Or is this so when you have like, if I wanted to, uh, you know, quit drinking vodka, God forbid, you know, and, <laughs> and why would I, you want to do that? Why would I want to do that? Like, if, if I were really serious about it, then I would say when I wanted to pour a drink, I'd say, okay, is this, you know, what a sober person would do? Like his example in the book was if you were going to quit smoking, like mm. someone comes up to you and offers you a cigarette. The first person might say, no, I'm trying to quit smoking. And the second mm -hmm. person would say, no, I'm not a smoker. So it's that identity of I'm not a smoker that helps you get to the process, that helps you get to the outcome. Because if you just skip right to the outcome without feeling it, the identity of it, oh, then, I love that. then you're not going to, you're not going to, it's not going to stick. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I, that, that's, that's my takeaway, I guess, is the habits and, uh, and how I want to feel, like you said before, it, by creating that identity in myself. Oh, that is the coolest. I love that. I love that because it all kind of is the same, like mm -hmm. the habit and the word, like it's sort of that same idea of mm -hmm. visualizing the bigger picture yeah. in a sense versus just that singular kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. That's so cool. I yeah. love that. But what's Although your word? Now, well, now I feel like I need to go shopping at the latest um, Clergy RS <laughs> and get you a nun's habit. <laughs> yeah. Because that is your word. You know, I'd wear that shit too. <laughs> the, I would get you that hat that like sticks way out. The you know, flying like Whoopi nun. Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> Sally Field. <laughs> yeah. Flying nun. Yes. And then, you know, what I could do is I could go and join a marathon, God forbid, and I could be the nun on the run. <laughs> <laughs> there could be so many great puns with that nun. <laughs> the, hey, the nun run the habit. pun. <laughs> God. Uh, this is good. Yeah, this we're is just good. a little goofy today, folks. But you know, it's been a rough <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, we need we need all the goofiness. Yeah. All the thuligan nuttery. Yeah. So did you <laughs> nuttery? Did you actually see that? I have to digress a little bit. Did you? I was like glued to the television, which I never am with political stuff. I usually leave the room because I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. But I had to watch everything that was going on during that whole fiasco. And when they, when the, you know, Senate and the House finally got back together and do their meeting, and they're all getting up and they're saying their little speeches. This one, I can't even remember his name, but he was so impassioned that I don't think he was even thinking of what he was saying. Did you catch that phrase he said? No, who was it? Like, I can't remember, but he was some Democrat in the Senate. And he was just like, and I, again, I can't remember word for word exactly what his sentence was, but it was something like, we're not going to let this thuligan nuttery come in <laughs> take over or something. I was like, I think he meant to say hooligan. Oh I'm like, thuligan oh nuttery. It just made me laugh so hard. I'm like, oh my God, I want to use that from now on. That is whole. So. You know what I was thinking about when I was watching the senators get up and speak is I was like, okay, so you know, there's over a hundred of them up there, you know, that are in the Senate and they're used to hearing each other talk. And it's probably like when you're in high school and you see somebody get up to talk and you're like, oh shit, here it comes. Like they... <laughs> They just, you know, it's going to be like either boring or they're just going to go off on a tangent or they're just going to be like, I, you know, oh they're probably God. like, oh, shit, you know, 
here comes yeah. so-and-so again and whatever. Well, this guy was out of control in a good way. He's like saying stuff like, what would we do, you know, when we went back and we wanted to kick Hitler's ass? And all this, oh. I'm like, oh, oh my yeah, God, yeah. did he really say that? That was awesome. Was he the Oklahoma guy? I don't remember. There was an Oklahoma guy that remember. was really, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I thought that was great. It was just great to see them kind of get out of their usual, like, you know, very tempered, whatever. And they're just out there being themselves. And, and you know, they were more wound up because they were like, totally. we're going to oh, get like- this shit done. These, you know, this hooligan or th- thooligan <laughs> nuttery. nuttery is not going to stop us. And I have to say, I like admired that so much. I'm oh, like, my God. You were there. They were probably t- on like a high because they were scared for their lives. The yes. Poor things. I know. Seriously. Oh God. Good God. Anyway, so. Anyway, back to the word. Back to the word. <laughs> it's not thooligan nuttery. Although if I had heard that beforehand, that might have been a good word for the <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to be up to Thuligan nuttery. Oh, God, I love it. Oh, my God. Maybe just not the Thuligan part, but the nuttery no, for the sure. The nuttery is always good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is I went through and thought about all the different things that I wanted to focus on in my life. And my original word that I came up with was arrival. Oh, God, I got chills when you said that. Really? I love, I love that, that word. Well, it's funny because, of course, the first thing I then I started thinking of aliens. But oh, I, th- I was anyway. thinking of I was thinking of ABBA. <laughs> they have that album called Arrival. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! I love that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm you know I'm thinking of all the the work I've been doing with my business, mm. and like I've just had such a, a shift, like a psychological shift in myself lately, and just things that I'm connecting with. I feel like I'm I'm. I'm, I've kind of arrived now, but there's more that I want to do. So like the next year is going to be my arrival. Mm. But then it's so funny as I kind of was literally talking out loud to myself and things, I kept saying to myself that I wanted to expand. I wanted Mm. to expand. And I started using that and describing a lot of the things that I'm like, actually, I think I need to expand a little more before I arrive. Oh, gosh. I love that so much. Ah, thanks. So expand is my word. And, of course, my husband being like the person he is is like, because I was talking about my health, and he's like, well, you don't want to expand your waistline, do you? (laughs) I'm like, no. But I want to expand my own thoughts about what makes my healthy body. Yeah, because I am, you know, it's so funny because my friend Stephanie, who is very much into living healthfully and, you know, that's what her whole business is about. She laughs at me so much. I was trying to do this 30 day, um, not a cleanse or anything, but it was a very quote unquote simple thing about just not eating any. What was it? Not eating any grains or not having any carbs Oh um, yeah, the in the summer morning. you did that, didn't you? Yeah, until like lunchtime or something. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. So I'm like, I can do that. That's totally simple. So like, the first day I had eggs or something, and the next day I'm like making my oatmeal. Yeah, I think I talked about this, and I'm like, I had oatmeal today, and she's like, dude, that's a carb. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you're right. It's a healthy carb, but it's still a carb. She's like, you are such a rebel. And it's like, I am. That's exactly the way to put it. It's not that I don't want to 
eat healthily or think that way, but I rebel against it. I'm like, no one's going to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one's going to tell me I can't eat that or I can't enjoy my life. I'm this year's old. I should be able to, you know, do whatever the hell I want to do. Oh, yeah. And if I expand my mind on that and I start thinking about, I, but I want to be healthy and I want to live a long time. And of course, I want to look good and feel good. Mm-hmm. So... How can I expand my mind on that a little more than where it's at now from that rebel place? You know what I mean? Yeah, to just, totally. Instead of, I, I want to be skinny, I want to be this. No, I want to be healthy and I want to feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And I may not lose a pound doing that. But right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I yeah. feel good and expand my mind on what's healthy and eat better in that sense, then I will be healthier. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I started thinking about that, like our book project you know, mm-hmm, how can mm-hmm. I expand with that, expand my knowledge, expand research, you know, and my writing time with my business? How can I expand myself to connect more with people and do more reading and researching and learning? And, you know, I'm going to be creating this new planner. How can I keep expanding on that? And um, even my spiritual practice, I'm not I've never called myself a spiritual person, but I'm expanding my mind now more and thinking, yeah, actually what I'm doing right now is very spiritual. It's not in a conventional way, Mm -hmm. but it's connecting more to myself and who I really am and meditating more and just, you know, putting more thought and purpose into everything that I do. That's really a spiritual practice. Totally. So that is why expand is my word. Oh, that is such a good feeling because it's limitless. Yes. Uh-huh. I love exactly. that. Exactly. I love that. And you know what? I love that it's a verb. Oh, I never thought of it that way. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking mine isn't a verb, but still, you know, a word. But then um, I but the verb, I don't know. Verbs are just always more you know, powerful and forward moving. And to me, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it indicates movement. It movement. Yeah. 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 So I think it's interesting because when I hear your word, it does feel more, it's an action word. Yeah. Where mine is more of like an, a, an umbrella of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... And, and originally I had a hard time when I was thinking of arrival, I was like, is it arrived mm-hmm. or is it arrival? Yeah, and right. I was kind of looking back and forth, like they, they're very subtle differences, but they are different. They are different. Yes, they are. Arrival, I think, sounds so much more um, continuous. It's continuous, and it's also um, arrived. Sounds like oh, that's so last year, or that's so like I've I've learned as much as I can. I've done as much as I can. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I think because that fantastic. is the other part about expand. I'm like, no, I haven't arrived, and I don't ever want to arrive. Mm-mm. I want to continue to expand. Yes. Maybe next year will be arrived, but it would definitely be arrival. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, totally. I love see. that. Oh, this is such a fun conversation. Yeah, it's a really fun exercise. And so I think if you guys are looking for something a little different than the resolution, doesn't mean you can't have resolutions too. Right. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a word. Like kind of last year's for me was um, more trust, more flow. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my phrase that I came up with for myself. So again, be a rebel. You know, all these things you read about, pick your one word. Well, you know, screw that. If you want it to be a phrase, then have it be a phrase or a yeah. sentence or a poem or whatever, you know. That's Absolutely. the thing. You get to choose whatever you want to do, but make it about a feeling. Make it mm-hmm. about something that's going to affect everything in your life instead of 
one specific goal that feels, you know, very yeah. stuck. So very good. what if we chose like a swear word for, oh. for your year? What would that be for you? You know, I was year. thinking about that and I, <laughs> you, you share yours first because I couldn't, I mean, I, I don't, I swear, but I don't swear a ton. Um, but I've, I've been using bollocks a lot lately, of course, because, you know, I, I gave up rats and <laughs> I love how I gave it up. Yeah. I just had to give it up. And what I love about bollocks is it means, you know, sort of screw that. You know, totally. I, yeah. And so it's sort of a fun, and it makes me laugh too. And so when I say that, it makes me laugh. And it also reminds me that I'm limitless. I don't have to play by other people's rules. I love that. So maybe that's my, that's my swear, my swear word. Your swear word of the year. <laughs> yeah. What about you? You know, I didn't even do this exercise. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was thinking about it in the shower this morning and I was like, so I, I didn't know. So I came unprepared too. So I just, pull, I pulled bollocks out of my bum. You pull- <laughs> I'm going to have to think about that. It's so funny. I thought I was so clever coming up with that idea and then I never did anything with that idea. Yeah. Well, yours could be the coffee cup I gave you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that coffee cup so much. It makes me so happy. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. So yeah. So I, I, I think if, if you have an expletive that gives you the feeling that you desire, go for it. Yeah. Make that be your word. And mm-hmm. you don't have to say it in front of anybody else if you're not someone that swears, but if you kind of wish you could swear sometimes, uh-huh. fuck yeah. Have it be a swear word. Yeah, or if you if, or come up with a word that's sort of tame that in your mind you're thinking fuck yeah, but if you're in you know mixed company or whatever, fudge yeah, fudge yeah, or or rats or or you know, <laughs> I, I still love balls, 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 tits, tits. Or just make up your own swear word, something that sounds really naughty, but maybe it isn't. Twattery. Ankle, ankle. That's twattery. Tw- I love twattery. I love the word twat. I know. It's so Thuligan good. Thuligan twattery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or so twattigan nuttery. Ooh. That, sound, that sounds that Irish. That sounds like an English guy. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to... Like you should have some so sort... twattigan nuttery. <laughs> like the name of a pub or something. <laughs> Let's go down to the Twattigan Nuttery and get a pint. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that so much. Uh, So, well, anyway, well, what's happening with you? What's what's your poop Uh, this week? Well, it's still the holidays at my house. Nice. So I mentioned, you know, last week that we still have the tree up. And actually, though, we were talking about it. I think we're going to take it down this weekend. Instead of waiting until the 20th, Mm -hmm. we're ready we're feeling like inspired to move some furniture around a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of, you know, and that that involves taking down the Christmas tree. So I'm kind of sad about that, but you know, but but what I really feel is is you know, uh the why I brought up the statement that Christmas is still happening because I'm still shopping for <laughs> myself. I <laughs> Merry the things, Christmas. The things that I did not get at Christmas, I said, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, I'm going to buy it anyway." One of those things, which I'm showing Ange oh my right gosh. now. That's amazing. Oh, is, God. His face 
This is the best. It's a Walter Mercado prayer candle. This says it's about a mucho, mucho amor. And it has him as a saint. Where did you get that? Ordered it on Etsy. All right. Of course. So I had said I wanted either the t-shirt or the candle. And so I got the t-shirt. For Christmas from my son, which I love so, so much. And then I'm like, and I'm also getting the candle. <laughs> Very good. Because that's Very how good. I roll. I love that. That is Again, a great candle. Again, it's been candle. a tough year. What? That's a great candle. Isn't it amazing? And it's going to go on my Walter dresser, the dresser that I named Walter, Walter Mercado. <laughs> And it's just, I don't even know if I can burn it. Like, I, well, I guess I will, because I can always put another candle inside. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's so great. So I have to channel his spirit. Yes. And, uh, if we could all be year. as, like, loving and unconditional as, as Walter. Like, seriously. And totally. And he just embraced his nuttiness, mm-hmm. his nuttery. He <laughs> embraced it. He was not a thooligan. He was like the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And he did think the best of everybody. And he didn't let anybody, you know, anybody that said he was weird or whatever, people that even like screwed him over. He was still just, yeah, yeah, just that patron saint of sweet awesomeness yeah sweet awesomeness of mucho mucho amor oh so i want more of that in my life in 2021 so there it is so christmas continues over here at the schubert schloss the schloss we're gonna take our tree down this weekend as well are ya? Ours is dead well it's a it's a real tree and it's already stopped drinking water it's like it's done (laughs) but yeah but here in our condo building they have tree pickups starting yesterday so it's perfect yeah so it had to stay up through at least yesterday but yeah yeah. but you're ready we're ready to go yeah but I that leads me into my poop which is um we were going to take it down yesterday but I just have been feeling sick all week right I just haven't been feeling well and so I went to the doctor and she's like well you should get a COVID test and I said okay and so I didn't want the swab because it just, you know, it, I know it's fast, <laughs> but I just, I've had it before. And I just thought, well, I love a few blocks from the convention center where they're giving the free spit tests and people have been getting those back really quick. So I went there. And so I, it, it was not busy. There were people sort of coming in and out, but I, I got in right away and I sat down and you have to fill up this little vial of spit, it's like an inch worth of spit. Which is gross, right? It's gross. And all around you, everybody's like spitting. <laughs> gross. Oh, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and so the guy's like, well, the the tip I can give you is it's better just to like let your mouth rest over it and drool into it than try to like oh generate spit. Right, right, right. So people are like coming in, five minutes are leaving. They're like filling up their vials and leaving. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, my mouth is incredibly dry, apparently. And I, I and wish you're, you're not supposed to drink water or anything no. beforehand either, are you? No, half hour before you can't drink. You, know you should have done. You should have brought like a big piece of chocolate cake, and like it would have made your mouth water. Well, here's what I did. So I was there, people, an hour and a half. Or a because, picture of Jared Leto. Yes, I got. I was so stubborn. I'm like. I am not fucking leaving until I fill this thing up, right? And meanwhile, all these oh little kids God. that are like the monitors kept walking over. Everything okay? 
of like the people just kept coming and going. I'm like, how the hell do people have this much spit in their mouth? And I just keep trying. And, and I was rubbing my salivary glands and I was thinking of cheeseburgers <laughs> and French fries. And I was doing everything I could. I was like meditating on chocolate cake and and trying to, but I swear to God, what, I got there at 11 and I left at 1230 and I was, I, and they came back negative the next day, which is totally great. Thank but God, but it was oh. just, I was like, I'm sure like all the workers there are like, what the hell is she still doing? What is going on? And so, yeah, I feel like all I had drank that morning was coffee. So I feel like even if I had had a couple glasses of water earlier in the morning, but I was dehydrated is the problem. And, you know, that's oh my, my own God. fault. Plus just autoimmune situations makes you more, you know, dry, dry. mouth sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was my saga. And it was just sort of like a sitcom. I felt like, I don't know, like, like Rhoda or somebody, you know, it's just... And I was covering my face. I'm like, come on, don't look around. Don't look around. Concentrate. Right? Get the spit which makes out. you Get more anxious, which probably makes it worse. And, and it was oh. almost to the line. And I asked the kid, I'm like, is this enough? He goes, it needs to be up to the line. And I'm like, shit, you little punk. Like, I was, oh. I, I was like so frustrated, but I finally, you know, got it to the top. And the one kid came over and he's like, well, it's a lot of bubbles. You should probably put some more in there. And he walked away. So I asked another guy, I'm like, is this enough? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to ask until I get the right answer. <laughs> Sounds like people doing their tarot readings. <laughs> I know. I know. It's totally. And everybody is like, you know, standing up around these tables, six feet apart and half hour into it I'm like can I get a chair please so I'm like the only one in a chair sitting there leaned over this vial it was the grossest most irritating situation but I'm very proud that I stuck with it I thought about getting up and leaving multiple times but I'm like no Aww, I, I came here did. and I'm not leaving until my spit is in that vial what a badass you were a badass spitter <laughs> expectorant expectorant yes Yes. I, oh I'm my God. Saliva warrior. Just a saliva warrior. I mean, those are one of those, that's one of those things you look back and you think, and you think, did I ever envision it in my life oh. <laughs> that I would be doing this, standing in a room with all these people spitting in a God, no. <laughs> Hell no. And then I'm like, I should have gotten the goddamn swab. I mean, oh it's just God. one of those things. But yeah. um, somebody reminded me uh, that really, truly here in Minnesota, we have pretty good health care. Like there's some states where friends have relatives in where you just can't walk up and get a COVID test. You have to have symptoms. You have to go through a doctor. You have to, you know, do all these things. Right. And we get free testing. I mean, I could walk up right, right now, the two days later and get another test. And it is amazing. Yeah. So I, I feel really um, grateful to live in a state where we have government that cares. Very much so. Even though you hope you never have to go through that again. No, <laughs> no, no. And if I do, I'm going to drink a shitload of water that morning and just try to get myself all. Last night I was sitting on the sofa and my mouth is filling up with spit and I'm like, damn it. Why couldn't this? <laughs> I can do it. Why didn't I do this yesterday? Oh, my God. Well, my daughter did one online. So, yes. I, so can you imagine that being your job? 
like logging in the computer and like watching somebody <laughs> spit into a tube. Because, you know, they have to witness that you're actually doing it and not having somebody else spit into a tube and I know, sending like, it Why in. would you do that? So, like, like, imagine that person sitting for an hour and a half. Do, do, they're playing their gay Harry Potter <laughs> game on their phone. And <laughs> I know, I know. So I'm sure they would have been like, okay, why don't you try again later or something like that. But no, but they or were... they'll go off to their, like, refrigerator and grab like, fried snacks. chicken or start yes. eating it to see if that'll help. Yes. <laughs> you know, I honestly was going to ask if I could look at pictures online of food. Oh when, but I was like, no, I don't want to call too think, much attention to myself. It makes like, me think of like having to give a sperm sample. Yes. Can I get a magazine, please? That's exactly what it felt like. Exactly. It's like, okay, so I have to like fill my mouth up with saliva on command. No. Ah. Like, yes, oh. providing bodily fluids on command in general is not an easy right? thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. So anyway, so what do we have next week, friend? <laughs> well, next week has me drooling. That's for sure. <laughs> you don't need any help with that. No, I am so, so excited. And it's funny because Angie had brought this up a while ago that we needed to watch this show we're about to talk about. And then our good friend, Robbie, who listens to the show, hopefully he's still hanging in there after all this hijinks this yes. feminine hijinks um he brought it up on our page that we need to watch a show that's called the history of swear words yes. and it's a, a netflix documentary series hosted by none other than here's another drum roll nicholas cage there is no part of that whole situation that's bad it is all right. good. The only thing that would make it better is if he somehow partnered with Marilyn Manson. Oh, Remember that meme you put up where Marilyn Manson is turning into Nicholas Cage? Oh, oh my god! Anything with Nicholas Cage is just the best. Like you can't not swearing. You, oh yeah. my god! I cannot. How have I not seen this? How have I not in my Netflix looking around? Have I seen this? I guess like we've been spending a lot of time on Shutter. We've been doing HBO. You know, we gotta like spend time with all of our friends. Freaking so little house on been... the prairie. Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of taking over our life. <laughs> There's <laughs> that. Can you imagine like Ma or Pa? <laughs> Watching the, the history of swear words. Well, Carrie did curse in that one episode. I didn't remember, remember that. You, you you texted me or whatever. You're like, she said, damn. Oh, that's right. When they moved to the, uh, was it d dead? Well, they, they moved to the town in the, in, this, in the big town. And there was all that's sorts right. of crazy saloon people and gunshots. It was all so stereotypical gunshots <laughs> going off in the air. Like, and <laughs> So Carrie starts cursing. She's like three. That's right. How can I forget? Because the saloon was nearby. It was a bad influence. I wonder if, if Nick will talk about Carrie, if he'll reference that as part of the history of cursing. Oh, well. Oh, my God. I just cannot wait. So, yeah, so Angie and I are going to watch that show, and we are going to pick it apart yes. and just have so much fun with it. I cannot wait. I so know. you so guys you need go. to be here next week 
and have some fun with us. Watch it ahead of time so you can like live it with us. That would yeah, be fun. Yeah, step into the cage. Step into the ladies' room with Nicholas Cage <laughs> as he sits on the pot and shares his history of swear words. Oh, I don't like thinking of him taking a shit, to be honest. <laughs> I was actually picturing him sitting on the lid on that the was lid. closed. Because he, he'll be in the ladies' pants, room, you know. His pants around his ankles. <laughs> He wouldn't have his bare butt on the lid. You. <laughs> no, he would be on the seat. <laughs> oh my God, we've got off the deep end, people. I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> Me so, and my Walter Mercado can't hold this go away now. <laughs> we need to ask for some guidance from Walter. All right. So. Every Monday, you can find us here on <laughs> FeminineHijinksPodcast.com, also on Facebook and Instagram and Patreon.com forward slash podcast, And uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, right? Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. We are there in your ears, yes. on your shoulders. Yes. We, hopefully, we're your good habit. All up in your business. All up in the business. <laughs> So yeah, share your word with us. We'd love to hear it if you want to. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see like what you guys are thinking with your word for the year. Totally. So report back, please. Report back. All right. Sounds good. Have a great week, everybody. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.